On this episode of the Open in Indiana podcast, we have some great tips for nonprofit organizations for generating revenue. Don't miss it. Welcome, everyone, to the Open in Indiana podcast, where we feature the people, places, and events that make Indiana a great place to live, work, and visit. Today, our guest is the CEO and founder of Sarah Wright's Grants, Sarah Bradbury. Sarah, how are you today? I'm great. How are you, Ryan? I'm doing very well. Thank you for joining us today. Sarah, I'd like to uh, ask uh, or get started by asking, uh, what is it that you do with Sarah Wright's Grants? So my company, I am an independent grant writing consultant who provides services to nonprofit organizations, schools, other institutions of higher learning, government agencies, and primarily I help them raise money for their missions. And so Sarah, what is your background? Well, I started my career in youth serving nonprofits. My background is in child welfare and juvenile justice. And so I spent time um, here in Indiana working with kids and families and over the years um, realized that I could have an even greater impact if I learned um, the skills that were needed to raise money for some of these great organizations. And so um, I have now written grants um, in excess of about $25 million for organizations here in Indianapolis and um, other clients nationwide as well. And so Sarah, let's talk about the importance uh, when it's time to apply for a grant. Uh, how significant can it be to an organization by hiring someone with your expertise? It can really make all the difference between an organization having their grant funded and um, not having their grant funded. Um, so there are you know, many organizations that are very busy with all of the things that they do to support their mission, You know, whether they are out there feeding people or housing people or you know sheltering animals or doing things to beautify the environment you know all of those things are significantly important and so many times you know nonprofits don't have um, a lot of time or resources or um, staff skills to spend on fundraising and grant applications sometimes can um, be confusing they can be complicated and by hiring a grant writing consultant um, you know, I can help organizations both develop their ideas, develop their budgets, and then um, teach them how to phrase things in a way that they make sense for um, the reviewers who are going to be looking at those grant applications. Awesome. And so, Sarah, where are some of the places that nonprofit organizations can look for grant opportunities? Sure. So one of the services that I provide is actually called Prospect Research. And so if organizations are kind of unsure about where to start or um, would like a list of funding opportunities that are out there, um, that's something that I can actually do for them. Um, I can also teach them about some of the free tools that are out there, whether they are um, databases that they can access on their own or through maybe the public library. Um, the other thing that I do is kind of teach organizations and staff members how to develop relationships with community foundations, corporate foundations, private family foundations, 
you know, knowing where to look for those opportunities as a start, but really organizations are most successfully funded once they've developed a relationship with the people who are making the decisions about where those funds are going to go. And so part of what I do is teach them how to build those relationships. And so Sarah, since we're coming into the holiday season and 2020 is quickly winding down, what should nonprofit organizations be focused on today? That's a great question. Um, so many nonprofits are probably right now in the midst of developing their end of the year fundraising appeals. You know, we all receive those things in the mail and in our email inboxes and on social media. Um, and one thing that I can do is help organizations plan and write those appeals. Um, the other thing that many nonprofits might be doing is um, sometimes they're coming up on the beginning of a new fiscal year, or maybe they have just recently started a fiscal year. And that is a great time to really look at your grant strategy, kind of develop what applications you might want to be applying for in 2021, um, especially because a lot of nonprofits um, with the impact of COVID-19 have been forced to cancel in-person events. They're a little bit worried about um, that stream of revenue. And so grants can be a great opportunity to potentially replace some of that revenue that might be lost um, from not being able to hold those events or from having to shift them to virtual. And so Sarah, do you have a success story uh, in the last year uh, that you would like to share with our viewers and listeners? Sure, absolutely would. So <clears throat> in partnership with another consulting firm here in Indianapolis, um, Thomas P. Miller and Associates, we have worked with our, our clients at Franklin College and Franklin College applied for Lilly Endowments Charting the Future grant. And they were recently awarded $1 million in order to um, increase the digital fluency of their liberal arts students on campus. And so they are um, with those funds going to be able to help their students really skill up in those digital areas that Indiana's employers are looking for. And so Sarah, uh, what is one thing that you wish you knew as a new business owner? That's a great question. Um, you know, I started my business earlier this year, um, just right before the pandemic started. And I don't know what took so long. Um, you know, I think that I thought that maybe you had to have your entire plan written out, or you had to have all of those steps strategically created. And really, you know, what I would tell new business owners is that at some point you need to jump in and do it. You know, you're, there's never going to be the perfect time to start your business. You're never going to be a hundred percent sure that this is the right thing to do. Um, it's okay to, you know, put some things out there and test them and try them. And you, you can kind of learn as you go. And I think that, um, I wish I would have started earlier and not have been so hesitant. And so Sarah, any advice for someone who might be listening, who is still on the fence about starting their own business? Yeah, I would say talk to your network. Um, you know, I found something that was really, really helpful for me was to talk to people who knew my work um, previously that I had done when I was employed full-time at different organizations, as well as um, some friends that I have who are in the nonprofit consulting world. You know, I asked them about 
how did they get started and um, what were some of the challenges and successes that they had. And so, um, you know, even with the pandemic and all of us having to stay home, you know, I've found some great opportunities for virtual networking, um, groups that you can be a part of and ways to generate, you know, referrals to your business. So I would say, you know, never, 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 never neglect your network. You know, you want to be always focused on that every week. I know it's, it's difficult. And, you know, sometimes people are um, network, networking is not the most fun thing in the world, but um, there are things that you can do, you know, every single week to try to make sure that you're making connections um, that are valuable both for you and the people that you're meeting. And so uh, the final piece of advice, uh, what would you say to any nonprofit organizations who are listening? I would tell them to keep up the great work. You know, 2020 has been such a challenging year for all of these organizations that are stepping in and standing in the gap for all of the people and the challenges that we're facing, you know, as an Indiana community, there are so many um, organizations that are really stepping up and are helping people um, with basic needs, as well as with things that um, you know, we never imagined, like many of us are doing e-learning with kids at home and things like that. And there are nonprofits stepping up to help with that. And so, um, you know, I would tell nonprofits, you know, number one, keep doing what you're doing. And two, you know, if you are worried about fundraising, if you're not sure, um, how you can kind of pivot some of the strategies that you're used to doing, um, if you're feeling like maybe, you need some help with grants, you want to refresh your grant strategy, or you want to get started with grants, um, you know, they certainly should consider using a professional grant writing consultant. And so Sarah, how can our listeners and viewers contact you if they're ready for help writing their next grant? Sure. So they can visit sarahwritesgrants.com um, or you can find me at sarahwritesgrants on Instagram and Facebook. Um, or on Twitter, it's at SB Rights Grants. Awesome. Well, Sarah, thank you so much for being our guest today. And to everyone watching and listening, thank you for catching this episode of the Open in Indiana podcast. Catch our next episode soon. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Open in Indiana podcast. If you enjoyed listening, subscribe to us on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Music, iHeartRadio, or on our website, openinindiana.com slash OII podcast. Thanks for listening.